This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. Okay, welcome to the show. We are Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio. ESPN2, all of our great ESPN stations across the country. Sirius XM Channel 80. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Hello, Michelle Smallman, Evan Cohen with you. CC, Chris Canty, back with us on Monday. And what are you doing? What? What? You know I wear the same kind of outfit every single day, the hoodie and the jacket. What are you doing? You're wearing the hoodie and the jackets. I'm doing the full Evan Cohen today. I'm wearing a hoodie and a jacket. I mean, but it looks better than mine. That's the problem. Oh, are you jealous of my hoodie? Yes, I like the Carolina blue hoodie. I'm actually bothered by this right now. You have a great Carolina blue hoodie on. And a white leather jacket and hoop earrings. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't have the hoop earrings. <laughs> right, mine just has a little more flair is what I'm getting at. Oh, God. A different this color is... palette. I have a little accessory going on. Are we okay with this Nuno Pagiavante <laughs> in Bristol? Like, she's wearing my look, which is not very good, you my look in general. You don't own the look. I kind of own the look. <laughs> it's my look. What do you guys think? I think it's a great team, Bonding. You're on the same page. It's going to a great start. Thank you, Javante. I think you're on. I think you're on Evan's corner a little bit on the this one. Oh, so you think that I messed up by wearing the Evan today? A little bit, yeah. You think I should wear the smalls and just start getting dressed? Put okay. Earrings oh on God, please no. No, no. I'm no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like she gets dressed as the show progresses. Yeah, because she'll have like one earring on, then another earring on. I'm missing my third. Oh, see, earring she's now. missing. So an I got to put her right on now. The commercial break. Missing an earring. By the way, something happened. Um, good morning, everybody. By the way, <laughs> good morning. Something <laughs> happened. So Jovante, over the last couple of weeks, days, whatever it may be, has been like you know when you say like hey what's up bro how you doing like hey man hey like whatever. Like, whatever that terminology Champ. is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's been called two different things. One, handsome. Like, hey, handsome, how you doing? And the other one, daddy-o. Daddy-o? <laughs> Excuse me? Dad, by somebody he's never met, said, hey, hey, daddy-o, how you doing? Was daddy-o it, is weird, is it a, not? another man that said this to you? Jovante? Yes, was it, it a- was. <laughs> it was another guy. We were doing a baseball game, and he was on site, the engineer, and he was talking to me, and he was like, oh, yeah, what's up, Daddy-O? And I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right. I've like, never talked to you that in my life, but I, I guess this is how it's going. He's a nice guy, but uh, wow. yeah, maybe uncomfortable a few times. Handsome is fine. My grandfather, may you rest in peace, called everyone handsome. I feel like, I don't know, in today's world? Yeah, maybe t- today you don't call I people. I don't think handsome is bad, but other people might not like that. Yeah, but Daddy-O? Daddy-O feels <laughs> so aggressive. Is that like, if you just say to somebody, "Hey, Daddy O, how you doing?" That seems a little odd. Uh, I would, if I was Jovante, I'd be like, "Are you talking to me?" Uh, clearly, he did. I, feel I'm that your way. Daddy O. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I want to meet the guy or the person that calls everyone handsome, except that one person. That like someone walks in and they're like, "Hey, how you doing?" <laughs> like, hey, Steve. <laughs> hey, John. What's going how are on? You? <laughs> like, that's the guy I want to meet. I have so many questions. So yeah, so then every he calls everybody handsome. He sees Nuno and he goes, "Hey, Nuno." <laughs> I mean, yeah, that would hurt. Wow. Right? <laughs> well, no, Nuno was that the one who hurt. Wow. No, no, oh, stop it! That He's the hurt. one who brought it up. Jeez. I'm just saying, he brought it up there. But that, yeah, but Daddyo, like bro, bud, pal, like you hear coach, all the, coach. Ian Fitzsimmons calls I, everyone coach. A lot of people do champ. How you champ. doing, champ? Okay, those are fine. Boss, Is, how are you, boss? boss? That's yeah. a very New York thing. I hear that all, all the time at the coffee shop. Is Daddyo? In that same category? Daddy-O is so not okay. Like, I'm uncomfortable with Daddy-O. I'm com- uncomfortable even saying the word Daddy-O. 
I think it's like two words, kind of, isn't it? Daddy O. It's, it's a, a dash. I think it's a dash. <laughs> That's a dash. So, Daddy Dash O. Or no, is it D A D D I O? Definitely an I. No. Uh, yeah. What uh, is everyone in agreement that <laughs> handsome is more appropriate than Daddy O? Yes. No. No, Pat. Yes. Pat. I think Daddy O's cool. You think Daddy O is cool? What is <laughs> He's not possibly to be cool about Daddy O? Yeah. It's like ironic. You're like, you're calling back to like the 50s. It's kind of fun. Like you had a sock hop? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cupcake. Here we go. <laughs> like, cupcake. I mean, cupcake. okay, daddy I mean, like, what do we sound like a 1930s newsie? No, but cupcake, cupcake you can't say. But I, neither you shouldn't be able to say daddy either. I put them in the same 1930s category. Cupcake and daddy are in this. But Pat, How you, you doing, sweetheart? Well, you know what su- I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sweetheart's interesting. Can you say that? I don't think. No. In New Jersey, you can't. I don't think you can get away. But like, if, we, if I said to Smalls, "How you doing today, sweetheart?" <laughs> that would be very nope. odd. <laughs> hey, what do you think about this Antonio Pierce thing, sweetheart? <laughs> Definitely. I not. don't know, Daddy O. <laughs> I'm not saying that back. Oh, <laughs> uh, and the actual official Daddy O is with a Y, Pat. Not an O. I'm not an I. Official. <laughs> yes, it's, a, it's in mean? dictionary.com. Dictionary.com. Wait, is it dash O? Yes, Y dash O. Or you can get away with the I dash O, yes. It's an older slang. So anyone who's using the words daddy O probably has some great See? stories of running from the cops because they were in the woods <laughs> <laughs> doing. Wow, Nuno, Nuno's made a lot up in his mind on this. Running so I'm saying from the it's cops old school. Because you're in the woods. Well, you know, you're drinking in the woods. You might be oh, partaking uh-huh. in other things that are now legal. You know, whatever it is. Okay. Uh, Alana tweets in and on Sports ESPN at Upco Radio at M Smallman. This is interesting. You should get payback on Smalls and come in with a jersey that has Cohen on the back. I would love it. <laughs> yeah. I'm supportive. We have the Smallman jersey. All right. Uh, Daddy O or uh, Handsome, <laughs> which one is more appropriate <laughs> and cupcake. inappropriate? Or Well, Cupcake we know is not appropriate. And Sweetheart we have now determined is not appropriate. Or right? where, do we, where do we land on Champ? Because I used to work with somebody who never remembered anyone's name and will call everybody Champ. And to me, that felt so forced. Well, that is, you just champ. You outed exactly what it is. It's the person doesn't know anyone's names, so yes. they call you champ. Yes. Because bro, I don't think can substitute for not knowing names. Champ is definitely a word for not knowing your name. Exactly. Right? I mean, there's no question about that. 888-SAY-ESPN. Which one is more appropriate slash inappropriate? Uh, daddy-o? Calling somebody daddy-o or handsome? Uh, somebody has said some comments around the NFL may be inappropriate. So let's go back here. Uh, Antonio Pierce, head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, was on Max Crosby, his stud defensive ends podcast, The Rush with Max Crosby, and had this to say about playing against Patrick Mahomes. We got the Jordan rules, and we, we, I'm calling now from now on, as long as I'm here, the Patrick Mahomes rules. Mm-hmm. So you remember when Jordan was going through it with the Pistons, all those guys in the 80s before he came, Michael Jordan, Air Jordan, the Pistons used to whoop his Anytime he came to the hole, elbows, yeah. filling them, yeah. love taps. We touched them. We in the head, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I'm touching you. Mm-hmm. So I show those guys Jordan getting his whooped. Okay, so we heard that yesterday. We discussed it. We all sat here and said, okay, he's suggesting to hit Mahomes a lot, not hurt Mahomes. We wondered whether or not the league would take note of this, and and we had an interesting conversation about it. Greeny comes on after us, and I got to be honest, Smalls, what Greeny said has maybe changed my mind a little bit about this situation. Here is Greeny, uh, 10 a.m. to noon Eastern time, on his show talking about the Mahomes rules. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't like it. I don't like hearing it. And if I'm the league, I'm doing something about it. Hmm. And I'll tell you why. 
protecting the quarterbacks is the most important thing the NFL can do. Patrick Mahomes is the most important player in football. He's as important a player as football has had in a long time. He is right there with Brady and Peyton Manning and Brett Favre as a draw. No one, There is no bigger draw right now in the sport than Patrick Mahomes. Maybe Taylor Swift is the only bigger draw than Mahomes is. You cannot have coaches preaching hurting him. And I understand that he's not going to go so far as to say hurt him, but I'm telling you right now, if I'm Roger Goodell, I'm calling Antonio Pierce. I don't mean to be a fuddy-duddy on this, but I'm going to say, listen, I'm going to instruct my officials to be keeping a close eye on Patrick in your games because of what you said. You know what, champ? I think that he's right in what he's saying. I do, because Antonio Pierce should tell his team we're going after him. We're not trying to hurt him, but we have to be physical with him. I'm not sure that he should tell the rest of us that. And I kind of agree with where Granny's coming from, that there may need to be a phone call made to Antonio Pierce. of Like, hey, you can't do this. We, we experienced Bounty Gate. I mean, like, this is something, Cupcake, isn't it? <laughs> I, I almost said it is, Daddy-O, but that didn't feel right. <laughs> it didn't feel just right. It didn't feel great. But I, I actually really appreciate where Granny's coming from because he's right. Not only do we want to potentially talk about injuring somebody like Patrick Mahomes, even though that's not where, what Antonio Pierce said. He was just talking about being physical and trying to figure out a way to stop this guy because it's almost nearly impossible to do. But I do understand that from a business aspect, he is a huge part of your brand. And it's not good for business if this guy's not out there on the field. But then conversely, Evan, I think about the fact that this is a very physical, very tough game. And it's interesting to me how... It's something that we as a society love. Like we love NFL Sundays. We love football of any shape. But when we actually talk about the physicality of football, we actually talk about the realities of how tough it is to play this game and how people do have to deal with things like what Antonio Pierce is talking about doing with Patrick Mahomes, finding out a way to out-physical them in order to win. It's not palatable for us, and I don't really understand that. So do you have a problem with what Antonio Pierce said now? No, not at all. Do you have a problem that he said it? No, not at all. See, I'm starting to think I I have no problem with what he said. I have a problem that he said it out loud, I think now. I think it was I think it was a mistake. I really I'm I'm looking back at this moment and Greeny has kind of changed my mind a little bit because I don't think he's helping his team. I think his team is going to be officiated differently. But that said, he's right. How we no defense can stop Patrick Mahomes. You can't. Four three, three four, cover two, cover three. That doesn't matter. Tampa two. There's no defense that can actually stop Patrick Mahomes. He will find a way. He will find a way. You know what could stop him? His arm hurting. Right? And I'm not suggesting to hurt the guy in any way, shape, or form. I'm saying the only what I mean is the only thing that has ever stopped this guy would be injury and not playing. He's that unbelievable. I do not believe that they should go out there and try to hurt Patrick Mahomes. I believe they should try to play physically in a legal, moral, ethical way within the sport to make him think twice before doing something. But why is he telling us this? I don't think it's that big of a deal. I really don't because I think about it as we are going to get to you and we're going to wear you down. I don't I don't take it as we are going to go out there to hurt you. I take it as we are going to be so physical and we are going to be getting to you so much that we are going to physically exhaust you. 
that's the way that I perceive that. But Greeny said. And maybe it's because I covered hockey for a long time. And I know that like when the St. Louis Blues won the Stanley Cup, that was how this team won it. They out physicaled everybody. They came after you unrelenting wave after wave after wave. They just wore everybody else down. I understand that. And you're right about that. The physical nature of it, especially in the sport that you covered in hockey, which is kind of encouraged, which is fine, right? They know the rules and regulations. I just don't know in this specific spot whether or not Greeny is wrong. I don't think he is because if you're the league, the competition committee, if you're Roger Goodell and you're worried about your biggest star, I mean, it's all a show, right? It is all a show. He is your biggest actor in this show. While the NFL will still get the biggest ratings and the most people watching and consume the product, if Mahomes is not there, why voluntarily remove your best actor from this conversation, from this show. And the Raiders are not going to try to hurt him. They're going to try to hit him. I just don't know that Antonio Pierce did the right thing by saying it out loud. But they also can't just accept defeat. You have to continue but to... But say it in your locker room then. Right, but whether you say it in the locker room or you say it to the public, it's it's going to be the same thing that they're trying to execute out on the football field. Yeah, but the league doesn't know it. The league just assumes, oh, that was a physical game. The league doesn't make the preemptive call, doesn't talk to the referees in event. We're going to continue this conversation. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Did Antonio Pierce cross a line with his comments? Greeny brought up some really interesting points yesterday on his show, plus more acceptable, calling someone handsome (laughs) or daddy-o. We're unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Evan, Canty, and Michelle are Unsportsmanlike. We've got the Jordan rules, and we, I'm calling now from now on, as long as I'm here, the Patrick Mahomes rules. So I show those guys, Jordan, get his quote. You're able to get to him, have quarterback hits, sack the quarterback, make things difficult, be physical with the wide receivers. You have a chance of beating the Kansas City Chiefs. The Mahomes rules. Taking on a life of their own over the last day or so. Unsportsmanlike presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if they could save you hundreds on your car insurance. CC back with us on Monday. Smalls, I want to be clear on this. I am not saying Antonio Pierce did anything like wrong to a point of a penalty or a fine or anything like that. It's more of a phone call from the league as Greeny has suggested. And I guess my overall point is having the Mahomes rules, I'm all in on. All in on the idea of, guys, the only way we can get to the the level we want to get to is to beat that guy and that team. There is no scheme to do it. We have to play physically in a way that maybe has one second of hesitation with something he's doing, right? Fine. Just don't know that he should have said it out loud. Just don't know that we should know that. 
If he wants to talk to Max Crosby privately about that, I'd say, Max, here's what we need to do. We're putting in the Mahomes rules. I need you to lead the defense on this. Fine. But now, Greeny's right. Do you think that if he phrased it differently, but it was the same message that you would feel different? Walk me through what that sounds like. Like if he just said, we need to wear him down. Like what I had suggested, the way that I interpreted this was, we are just going to be so physical that we're going to wear him down, which is the only way we can slow him down in an attempt to try to stop him. If he would have said something like that, like we just need to be so physical that we wear him down and that towards the end of the game, that gives us a chance. If it's the same message but different phrasing, Maybe. would you have received it differently? Yeah, I think there's there's something to that, right? Or if he says there's no scheme, there's no defense that can beat this guy. We have to really figure out a way of playing our brand of football mm-hmm. in order to win that game against them again like we did last year. That says nothing but everything simultaneously. But if we, we're getting the same thing, though. I know. And I actually appreciate that Antonio Pierce is this transparent. I think this is part of the reason why we love him, why the Raiders responded to him in the manner in which they did, is because he is who he is. Like, he's going to be transparent with you, and you include us in the media. 888-SAY-ESPN is the telephone number to join the show here on Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. Tons of people want to weigh in on this. Let's start with Jeremy in West Palm, listening on ESPN 106.3. What's up, Jeremy? Hey, well, good to hear you on national radio, Evan. I uh, appreciate you. all you did back here in West Palm. Thank you. I uh, grew up in Kansas City, so I'm going I'm to say it up front. I'm a little biased, but I think he's dead right. I'm a Raider hater, but he's dead right. He's, they've got to hit him. They've got to they've get to him. It's the reference to the Jordan rules. I mean, Greeny covered the Bulls back then, and those Pistons weren't just hitting him. Lambeer was going to take his head off every time he went to the rim. It's an injury thing, and I think Smalls is right. If, if he said it differently without the reference to the Jordan rules, then you're not worried about him getting hurt. But that's the only way you're going to beat that team. And I'm happy about that because we're finally good. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. That's the way that I took it. Again, I don't want to say, keep deferring back to this, but it's all... I always go back to like a sign of respect, right? Like he is so good that we have to have a separate set of rules for this one particular player. We have to completely change the way that we go about game planning because of 15. And if if we're not going to do it from just X's and O's, we're going to have to continue to throw things at the kitchen sink and figure out how to stop this guy. And if it's out physicaling him, then that's what we need to do. But I appreciate that they're trying to do everything they can to figure out a way to slow him down. Marlon in Rochester watching on ESPN2. What's up, Marlon? Hey, how you doing? Um, I totally agree with the coach from the Raiders. And I'm going to be honest with you. People like Greeny and you and Roger Gasell got the league messed up. If you touch Patrick Mahomes, it's a foul. I mean, man, they got to change. In my opinion, that's the only reason why he got the two Super Bowl rings, because he got the refs on his side. Well, in my I, opinion. I, I mean, come on. I, I understand that you could you could go out there, Greeny and I, in terms of our opinions on this, um, but the only reason Mahomes has three Super Bowl wins because the refs are on his side? Give me a break. That's ridiculous. Come on. And, and it's a show. You don't want to knock your best actors or actresses out of a show or a movie. You don't want that. He's he's the biggest star. You have to protect him. He is, but you also want other teams to have a chance at this thing. And if he's that much better than everybody else, what do you want them to just wave the white flag and say, oh, it's Mahomes, we're not going to be able to beat him? No, just don't bring added attention to it. Uh, that's that's what I've realized since Greeny made his comments. He's right. Just don't bring the added attention to it. Because obviously, the only way to, to beat this guy is to out-physical them. That's the only way. I Dan- really like the idea that Evan's the one rigging the NFL, though. <laughs> like, somehow Evan got the sway. Like, he's yeah. the one. Pat, 
I've been here five months, huh? I mean, you've, huh? <laughs> I you've mean, got all on. the power, Daddy-o. <laughs> Why? Oh Thanks, God. sweetheart. Uh, Darius in Georgia watching on ESPN. He just jumped in just to find a way to use Daddy-o in that we conversation. We should have a Daddy-o counter on the oh show today. God. How many times uh, are we going to Darius in Georgia on ESPN2. What's up, Darius? How you doing? Morning. So I just wanted to say that the basically Patrick Mahomes and these new quarterbacks, they're actually soft. The defense, it makes it hard on the defense. Defensive players can't play defense. I grew up in an age where Ed Reed, John Lynch, Ray Lewis, all of these would actually hit you. Yep. None of those players were making it in today's league because they hit too hard. Mm-hmm. So if you hit Patrick Mahomes the way that Antonio Pierce is saying, they're going to have an issue. But my thing is the quarterbacks are still football players. What make quarterbacks not football players? They're bigger, than, they're bigger than that. I mean, that's the reality. Like, you know, I played football growing up. And I was not a football player. I was a quarterback. And I don't mean I was bigger. I mean, I was not tough enough to play every other position outside of the quarterback position. I wasn't interested in it. I wasn't good. I mean, I wasn't good playing quarterback. But I I do think there's a separation. I don't think you can compare the toughness level of Ed Reed, Ray Lewis, et cetera, to a quarterback. Quarterbacks have to be tough in taking the hits. Ed Reed, Ray Lewis, et cetera, have to be tough in delivering the hits. It's It's a lot different style, I think, in the way in which you're going about it. But this is the league we're in today, Smalls. It's not, I mean, like, you're not getting the other league back. It is, but it's still football. This is the NFL, and this is a tough and physical game. And I don't know, hearing Antonio Pierce say that doesn't make me shocked. It doesn't make me blanch in any way because I know what football is. I know what a physical game this is. I know how physically punishing this game is. So I don't know why we can't say that out loud, why we can't actually acknowledge what this game is. And part of the reason why we as consumers like it is that physicality. We can say it. Analysts on our network can say it. It's when the head coach says it that draws attention, that gets the league office, as Greeny has suggested, to potentially make that phone call and then tip off the referees. Hey, you better be aware of this when they these two teams play. I just don't think we need to pretend. I understand. I understand. Josh in Huntsville is saying on 97.7. What's up, Josh? Hey, guys. I love the show. I uh, just wanted to say... If you call me daddy-o, we're going to have some problems. (laughs) I'm good with bro. I'm good with my guy. And I have nine-year-old twins, a boy and a girl. And now my little girl and her friends, those are my sweethearts. And I do call them sweetheart, but it is where I draw the line on that. Right. So what if somebody comes up to you and says, hey, handsome, how you doing? You good with that? Well, you know, okay, so I'm with you now because I am in Alabama. We're in the South. So, you know, if a female was like, hey, handsome, you know, I'm not going to say nothing about that. I'm with you there. Well, I I didn't specify anything for the call of gender. I was just because Javante, our producer, was called recently handsome. Oh, handsome was today. And then recently before that, daddy-o, which we have established that the random calling somebody daddy-o out of nowhere, a little odd compared to handsome. Daddy-O is like the record scratch. It's a, er, what'd you call me? Daddy-O. Tune into college basketball action tomorrow, Daddy-O's, as Arizona hosts Washington, presented by Robinhood. Coverage begins at 1.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. It's Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. 
Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Welcome back to Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio. I'm Michelle Smallman alongside Evan Cohen. And before we get into pressure and mm-hmm. different sports organizations facing pressure to win a title, Evan, we need to bring in what we were just talking about in the break to the airwaves because it involves a listener. So can you share what happened to you yesterday? So every day we walk out of the seaport here in New York City at uh, the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. Um you and I walk to the same direction, and then I go to the left to get my car, and you go straight to the subway, correct? Yep. Right? Yep. I'm just making sure the directions are right. Yeah, I go straight. I go. I made the left to get to my car in the parking lot, parking garage, and I swear to you, there's a guy out there saying, yeah, Canty, Michelle, and Cohen were talking about this, da, 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 da. and so I'm hearing this guy talking about us, and I go, oh, hey, how you doing? He's like, yeah. Had no idea it was me, and he's talking about our show, and I'm literally in front of this guy saying, hi, how are you? He had zero idea who I was. So that's a net loss for the show, right? No, it's not. If, if you're if it, someone's talking about you and he has no idea that you're the one that was talking about it, that's a loss. No, because we're, we're on the radio. Yes, we're on ESPN2 and ESPNU every single day, which is awesome. We've been on the air for five months as a team, all of us on this show on Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. And I guarantee you there are countless people that have no idea what we look like and only listen to us on the radio. I take that as a win. How is that not a win? But don't you think he'd recognize your voice then when you said hello? Just by saying hello? Maybe it's just a net loss for you personally. Yeah, there you go. To be like, well, hey, that, hey okay. it's me, Evan. And he's like, okay, weirdo, get out of here. <laughs> now that is true. Okay, That's Jen. a fair way of looking at it. Yeah, I don't think like, who's this guy? Yeah. Hey, I, handsome. <laughs> I get recognized by my voice more than my face. Is that ooh, weird? Ooh, that's a oh, flex. Humble that's brag. such a flex. No, I'm where saying- does where does that line have a place in this story? Was this set up just so you could tell everybody how much you're recognized more than the rest of us? No, I'm I'm not recognized anytime in New York. I've been recognized in New York City once, and it was from somebody from St. Louis. I only get recognized in St. Mm-hmm, Louis, and mm-hmm, I get recognized mm-hmm. more for my voice because we weren't on camera there, so people knew me by my voice. Right. They they would only hear me talking every day. And one time, I was ordering an Italian sub, telling them to add extra vinegar. Extra extra pepperoncinis and the guy who was doing it goes hey i listen to you every morning and i was like what so you got recognized for ordering an italian sub yeah by my voice he's like i know that voice anywhere i listen to you every morning i was like well thanks for listening how about some more pepperoncinis i got i got got recognized one time in my apartment building and the guy's name was big daddy what (laughs) 
What? He just made that up. No, I swear to God, he introduced himself as Big Daddy. Wait, can, can we go rewind for a he second? He said, hey, Pat, love your work on Unsportsmanlike. He was nice like, oh, I've seen you. you. He didn't even say my name. He was just like, oh, I've seen you on ESPN before. I was like, yeah. I had a sweatshirt on, a KJM sweatshirt. And he was like, yeah, I've seen you on TV. And I was like, yeah. He's like, I'm Big Daddy. It's like, I'm Pat. <laughs> Wait, I'm he Big Daddy. He thought that Pat was supposed to recognize him is what we realized here. But what a sentence. I'm Big Daddy. I'm Pat. <laughs> what do you say to what, We're getting in the elevator. What like, floor do you want to go to? <laughs> Wait, I want to rewind for a second. How could it possibly be a loss for the show that someone is listening to the show and talking about the show? But they didn't recognize you. Okay, so fine. Say it's a loss for me. Big deal. But a win for the show is a win for me, too. How could this possibly be spun as a loss? I don't get that. It's a win for the show, but Thank it's a you. loss for you. Okay, yeah, we established that, Nuno. Yeah, so no, let's just focus on <laughs> no, the no, you part. Oh, yeah, okay. the you part. Oh, just stay there. Because <laughs> Michelle's getting, you know, recognized by her voice. You try to, and the yeah, guy, I got no to Michelle's getting free pepperoncinis, and you're just getting like the, okay, yeah, get away. Get away. I think I got free chips, too. Do you think uh, maybe I'll get recognized if I order an Italian sub somewhere? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay. All right. Anyway, uh, Michelle hates the Dodgers. Uh, the Dodgers have tons of pressure on them to win this year. I so, don't hate them. They're just annoying. Are you really going to spin that you don't dislike the Dodgers? I just find it annoying that they can, you know, spin, spin, spin. Again, are you going to try to spin that you don't like that you like the Dodgers that you no, don't, I don't hate? Like them. Oh my God! Stop it. Anyway. Um, so we're going to do a Dodgers or Pat Costello has come up with a Dodgers or um, in terms of pressure to win it all in their next season that they have as a franchise. Pat, what do you have or or college team here? The Dodgers or Iowa women's basketball who's under more pressure to win a title. Oh, that's a good one because Caitlin Clark is a transcendent brand. We've had the conversation about her greatness and is it the same if she doesn't have a title attached to it? So there's a lot of pressure on her specifically to win, but I still think that the Dodgers, based on the money that they shelled out to assemble this team, have more pressure on them to get it done because you assume that with the collection of people that they have that they can get it done, whereas even though Iowa's good, we always defer to just Caitlin Clark. Yeah, and Iowa lost last night. I definitely agree with you with the Dodgers because if the Dodgers don't win at all, we'll mention multiple names. Dave Roberts, the manager, we'll mention Otani, we'll mention Mookie. It's Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark is bigger than her school right now and bigger than her team. It's not to insult them in any way, shape, or form. It's a compliment. You recruited her. She she went there. She has excelled there. She will forever be a part of that program, the best player ever in the history of the program, but the Dodgers more pressure. Next one, Pat. The Dodgers or the Yankees under more pressure? Ooh, good one. I'm still going with the Dodgers because the expectation is not only for them to win, but win right now. And I hate to say this because I know Yankees fans are frustrated by their lack of World Series success since 2009, I guess, was the last time they won. But it's almost like they're conditioned to expect the worst, Yankees fans. Like, when you talk to CC Nuno, I don't know, maybe you can back me up on this one, you kind of assume that things are going to go wrong. So I don't think the pressure is the same as it is with the Dodgers. Why do we assume that there's pressure on the Yankees? They don't win anymore. They haven't won since 2009. They don't make changes in leadership. There's no pressure on the Yankees. With Judge and Soto, there, there's no. a lot of talent there. And if they fail, they fail. They've failed for every year since 2009. So, based on their standards, more pressure on the Dodgers. Next one. Speaking of failing, the uh, Dodgers or the Cowboys? More pressure to win. 
well, I mean, the Cowboys are going to have more pressure than anyone at any point, but the Dodgers are better suited to win it all in their sport than the Cowboys are in theirs. But I think that the, the Cowboys will have changes after the season if they don't win. If Dak doesn't sign a contract extension, if McCarthy doesn't sign a contract extension, which he's not going to, obviously, you're looking at expiring contracts for your head coach and quarterback. So I think it's definitely... Uh, the Cowboys, even though they're not as situated to win or in a better situation to win than the Cow- uh, Dodgers would be. No team in sports has more pressure on them to win than the Dallas Cowboys. They are a brand that is like bigger than themselves even. you know, It transcends sports. And if you're going to call yourself America's team and every year say that you are built to win a Super Bowl and then fall short, that pressure is only going to continue to mount, and it has for nearly three decades now. So I think, and you know, the quarterback head coach decisions, there's a lot of ripple effects that will happen if the Cowboys don't win, so I think they have more pressure. All right, Hanson, what's the next one? Javante, what's the next one? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, the Dodgers or the Milwaukee Bucks, who's under more pressure Ooh, to win? Good one. Good the Dodgers one. are a much, much, much bigger team nationally than the Milwaukee Bucks. But the Milwaukee Bucks have brought insane pressure upon themselves in what they have done here. In making the, the firing that they made with Adrian Griffin and hiring Doc Rivers, they just fired an assistant coach yesterday off of their staff as well. They have to win it all. Giannis has been in that hero character for the entirety of his career. He has a little bit of villain now coming his way, more so than he's ever had. There's more public pressure because the Dodgers are bigger, but it should be the Bucks. I actually think it is the Bucks. Oh, God bless you, Evan. Thank you. <laughs> I, I think it is the Bucks. I think if there's more pressure on the Bucks to win right now, but more pressure on the Dodgers to win long term. A lot of people think that this is going to be turnkey for the Dodgers, but we're really going to look at this. Oh, Evan just spilled his coffee. Okay, <laughs> why are you doing play by play of me right now? What is happening? It was really funny watching you panic trying to find a tissue and then completely messing it up. I'm sorry. I just was watching you sneeze, get the tissue, knock over the coffee, clean up the coffee. I'm trying to look at you and make I'm my point, but you're fumbling I am everything. Such a disaster. Yes, after you fire your coach midseason and you're worried about your superstar as you mop up the coffee, the Milwaukee Bucks have more pressure on them to win than the Dodgers. You know what's weird? I am a neat freak. I like cleaning everything here, but I don't like spilling everything. So There's I- also some on the corner of your computer. I just want to point that out so you can wipe it up. Where? On the top left corner. I literally don't see it's it. A, it's on the underneath side. I'll get it during the break. Oh, I see it. Yeah, there we go. I just have this vision of your computer dying mid-show and then you panicking. I'll be fine. Okay, great. I'll be fine. All right, one more. (laughs) Uh, The Dodgers or the Baltimore Ravens, who's under more pressure to win? It's the Dodgers. And it's not even close because there's a baked-in excuse for any team in the AFC because of the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. This is going to drive me crazy. I don't understand this. If we are going to sit here and say, never bet against the Chiefs, never bet against Mahomes, never bet against Andy Reid, why are we acknowledging that anyone else in the AFC would be Super Bowl contenders? You can't say the Chiefs over the field, never bet against them, and then say, well, the Ravens should win it all, or the Bills should win it all. No, they shouldn't. If they were in the NFC, maybe. We're literally contradicting ourselves by acknowledging that the Chiefs can beat anyone at any time, anywhere, anyhow, regardless of how they play in the regular season, and you should never bet against them, and then simultaneously saying, well, Lamar, well, Josh Allen, you should win it all. No, you shouldn't, because you got to go up against Mahomes every year. Yeah, I mean, two MVPs, though. Two MVPs, though. Yes, and he's going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and so there's now pressure to win because you have two MVPs on your resume, and now you need a Super Bowl. Yeah, you need one. I don't know how you're going to get one if Mahomes is still playing quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. 
I guess the Raiders would try to end that. And that's Jesus. why there's pressure on them. Yeah. All right. I don't think more so than other teams because I think if you were in the NFC, there'd be more pressure. That's just the way I look at it. 888-SAY-ESPN is your telephone number to join the show. A lot of people want to weigh in on the uh, nicknames for people as well as Antonio Pierce. Plus, coming up, it's in the game next on Sportsmanlike. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. We are Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Michelle Smallman, Evan Cohen, with you. CC Chris Canty, back with us on Monday. So, Smalls, news came out that EA Sports, it's in the game, uh, is <laughs> going to be bringing back college football 25. Okay, so we're going to have a college football game and that the players who are in it can opt into the game for six hundred dollars, that they get six hundred dollars for their name, image and likeness for being a part of the game. One would think that they are worth more than that with the amount of games that are going to be sold. Um, And Jay Billis, ESPN college basketball analyst, went on the Rich Eisen show and had this to say about college players as it relates to what's going on here with NIL. The solution is sign the players to contracts. They're employees and you can sign them to a contract and put a buyout in it if you want, just like with coaches. It's really not that difficult, but we're trying to walk the line of maintaining amateurism, which is dead. And then we're complaining about NIL. It's not what we thought it was going to be. What did they think was going to happen? You know, like I knew this was going to happen. So, the contract thing is very interesting. When Jay Billis comes up with an idea like this, I am never going to go against it because he is brilliant with this kind of stuff. And has been thinking about it for yeah, years. Yeah, like he spent way more time on it than, yeah. than we have. The buyout, by the way, the buyout, if I'm not mistaken, would be the player buying himself or herself out of the contract, not the other way, right? Because if you're saying, I'm going to sign a four-year deal with your institution, but I want to leave after my junior year, 
I now owe you a certain amount of money to leave. I think that's what, what they're saying, or Jay's saying in that, in that regard. The $600 is weird. Like, if you're Jalen Milrow, Alabama quarterback, just as a, somebody to throw out there, are you taking $600? Or are you going to sit there oh, and who's say— Who's going to say no to $600? Somebody that's worth way more than $600 is who's going to say no to $600. Are you going to say, you know, I'm the Alabama quarterback. If you're going to use my name, image, and likeness to sell video games, I'm worth way more than that. So sorry, what number does Milrow wear? Four, if I'm not mistaken? You could put Alabama—or whatever number it is, Alabama 4 on there. You cannot use my name, image, and likeness. I think if you're a star player, you say no to this. But I think there's a lot of players that will just want to be involved— They'll want to be a part of it. So they will just jump at the opportunity and take the $600 because they want their, but not star their, players. their name on there. I mean, if you're a gunner on a team, sure. Like if you're a special teams player, if you're, if you're somebody that is not a name player, but Arch Manning, when he plays a te- Quinn Ewers at Texas, you can't take $600. You're actually devaluing yourself. So in a weird way, you're, it's not that you would want to hurt the, the game but you shouldn't be helping the game in this. But as long as the NIL world exists, which it does, and there's a value on players where you can sell your name, image, and likeness, guys like Quinn Ewers, a quarterback at Texas, guys like Arch Manning, his backup, guys like Jalen Milrow at Alabama, who are not necessarily household arches, household names, but household names amongst the people that are listening to our show right mm-hmm. now, yes. are worth more than $600 to sell millions of video games in millions of homes across the country you're worth more than that. Yeah, and they're not going to be getting any residual effects past the $600. It's not like they're going to be collecting checks because they signed their their name, image, and likeness over to this video game. But I have a question because I've never played the game. I know it's a bit, it was a big thing back in the day, and you've probably played it. Is there a thought process of, yes, I'm worth more than the $600, but me being in the game is another avenue for me to get more exposure and somehow enhance my brand. I think you get talked about more if it's like, oh, wow, Alabama 4. Milrow's not in it. Milrow turned it down because Milrow's worth way more than that because Milrow has a deal you know, somewhere in Alabama, at a car dealership in Alabama where he's doing moral, ethical, and honest things for the car dealership, making appearances, voicing commercials, being in commercials for hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever it is that he's worth versus $600 that is a flat fee for everybody involved. It's I'm sorry, that is way too low. As long as you're allowed to legally accept money, that is way too low for a star athlete. No, no, am I understanding this right? This is a $600 one-time payment? Yes, it doesn't include royalties. Yeah, and you get a copy of the game, though. (laughs) Yeah, you do get a copy of the game. All right, you know what? I'm out. That's right. I'm wrong on this. You get the game. And here's the weird thing, too. It's I think it's for up to 85 players on each roster. So, like, if you carry 100 players and, you know, like, you're the guy who might need those 600 bucks, but if... Everyone else on the team is all in. You're not getting the 600 bucks. You won't be in the game. Yeah, I think star college athletes would be doing a disservice for their the future star college athletes if they accept the money. Backups who don't have a name right now, players that need the money, absolutely take the 600. You know, use it for however you want to use it. But I think it is ridiculous and would be actually harmful. If star athletes accepted $600 in an NIL era to be a part of this game, you can't do it. Major Hicks in South Carolina joins us listening on Sirius XM Channel 80. What's up, Major? Good morning, gentlemen. Evan, let me explain this to you about this, those nicknames, things. I, um, I call everybody P. 
And everybody always wonder why I get that from, but I've been saying it for years. But that's fair for partner. But there ain't nothing wrong with daddy. Oh, see, I'm an old school boy. And back in the day, daddy would mean that you was cool. Very oh, cool. Oh, really? Wow, see, really? Yes, man. See, but the culture, some cultures you can't use certain words. And it don't sound too good coming out of the white culture. But in our culture, daddy was the coolest thing you could be called. You understand what I'm saying? So it's a compliment. But, um, so jo- Jovante was complimented compliment. by uh, Jovante. Do you feel like you were complimented uh, per Major Hicks in South Carolina? And thank yeah, you, Major. Somebody call you daddy, oh man. That's, that's being a little on the cool side. What do you think, Jovante? Wow. Huh? This is a great perspective. I completely changed my opinion. It sounds pretty good. <laughs> now, yeah, Major Hicks. Now, now we're I told you guys it was cool. I was right the whole time. You were right, Pat. Daddy. Oh, Lawrence. That's his new name. Forget the Jovante part. We've gotten his name he's wrong not, anyway. He's not Irish. <laughs> okay, Pat. I'm trying with this. My yeah, God. Yeah, Daddy. Pat, you oh, Daddy Lawrence. Oh, Lawrence. <laughs> oh, Daddy. Oh, yeah, good point. Daddy. <laughs> Daddy. Oh, Lawrence. <laughs> so, Daddy. Oh, Lawrence. Better. Okay. Mac and Philly. <laughs> Watching on ESPN2. What's up, Mac? Hey, morning, guys. How you doing? Morning. I have a couple takes about this Antonio Pierce thing. One, is this the state of the National Football League where we can't even talk tough? Like, come on, this is ridiculous. I mean, utterly ridiculous. Um, yes, two, uh, y- yes, actually. Wait, hold on. I'm going to let you finish. But well, yeah, Mac. Yes, because of Bounty Gate and CC referenced that yesterday. Because of Bounty Gate, you cannot talk tough. You can play tough. You just can't act and talk tough. By way of any kind of trail or track to the idea of, oh, we're putting a bounty out on someone, which I am not suggesting the Raiders are doing. But to answer your question, no, you cannot talk tough anymore in the NFL. Okay, cool. And okay, just give me the rules. But however, I want to debunk it by this. First of all, you have to look at Antonio Pierce, who was class personified in how he played the game. If you think that he's going to coach a different way than what he played, it's, it's disrespectful. And if anybody should take offense to this, it's the offensive line of the Kansas City Chiefs because you can't get the moans without them. So if you're just he, – what he's saying is we're going to burn right through you. So let the offensive line have a fist on this. Come on, man. Antonio Pierce is class, man. It's not going to say anything. Wait – whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Mac, Mac, and thank you for the phone call. Nobody said he wasn't class. Nobody said he wasn't tough. Nobody said he wasn't going to coach this team like he played, which is tough and smart. What Greeny said in reaction to these comments about the Mahomes rules, and then now I am changing my tune a little bit based on what Greeny said, because I think it makes a lot of sense, is simply you got to be careful because of what the league may do as a result of this. And they may say, hey, referees, you're refereeing a Chiefs-Raiders game. Remember, they're going to be going after Mahomes. we got to protect our quarterbacks. we got to protect our star actors in this, in this show. And there's no bigger star actor in the show than Patrick Mahomes. And sorry, he's going to get protected. And I have no problem with that. I'm not a Chiefs fan, but I want to watch this guy play. Sorry. He's handsome. He's daddy-o. That's what Mahomes is. We're on Sportsmanlike. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.